Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, May 24th, 2023. Today on the Ether, the Gravidow AMA with Skeleton Punks, Stoned Island, and the Wrecked Gang. Let's take a listen. Hooray, we have Terra Spaces. Hey, Wrecked Gang. What's up? Just a minute, I'm uh, going to be inviting some people. Sam as well. Um, I think JG is coming too. Hey, how's it going? I'm good. Um, I'm actually at a recording session. Uh, there's like a band doing a recording session in an old monastery. <laughs> it's a it's a pretty cool place. Like a lot of empty uh, hallways, and I'm just walking through them. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Uh huh. We have a JG as well. That's good. And Sam is here. GM, GM. You guys hear me? Loud and clear. Who do we? Sam, have? I'm gonna. Who do we have? On? I'm gonna try to a co-host so that if, if my cell phone breaks for some reason then the space doesn't end i think it could could you accept the co-host uh, or request it I'll, I'll give you some time so in the meanwhile there's um, some people joining really nice to see um you, what you've declined my co-host what <laughs> why would you do that uh and now you're re- requesting again okay we're getting there um We've seen like a little. I was getting rugged. I was getting rugged. It wouldn't even let me join. Oh, rugged by Twitter again. (laughs) So um, let's uh, let's just start with uh, how how are you guys doing? Um, Are are you caught up in some drama at the moment? Because there's been plenty going on, right? The last two weeks, like my God, Uh, how are you all doing? Uh, Sam, you want to talk? Yeah, uh, feel free to invite me to co-host again and see if it works this time. Um, Yeah, no drama's my end. I mean, the last space that I was in with uh, JG and Rhett Gang, uh, if it's Ghost, it was uh, it got a little bit hectic towards the end. So, um, you know, I'm 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 ready for it this time. I've got good signal, so I'll I'll be I'll be listening. (laughs) That's great. How about you, JG? Uh, you know me, just trying to do the best I can with what I got. But uh, I'm definitely passionate about this. So if somebody gets too salty, I'm gonna I'm gonna fire back. You know, so fuck it. <laughs> Red gang. <laughs> you just mute. Uh, you just left and so I've just accepted him to come back up. Red gang got rocked. That's nice. And a fin. What what is this new duck uh, PFP you have? Uh, that, that's quite funny. That's um. Anyways. That, if- yeah, he's yeah. not there, but that's his. Um, that's the Rack FM. Uh, I'm pretty sure that got airdropped. I don't know if that's the album cover. Um, but Finn, come up and speak. I guess he might come later and and and, and introduce the airdrop. Um, he, he's got. So yeah, I'm, I'm really happy because he's got that. He's got the ground, oh. hasn't he? <laughs> well, I'm I'm really happy. Um, I'm having the the three of you in this room. Um. 
And uh, yeah, Sam, I actually want to ask um, if, if you want to like co-host it together uh, like every Wednesday, because uh, I mean, you're, you're so good at this. I don't know. You're you're really good at this. So I'd love to to co-host with, uh, with Stone. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. Uh, happy to co-host. You know, just hit me up with the times and we'll uh, all get it sorted. Um, I don't know what's going on with Wreck Gang. Oh, they've joined last week. Uh, Wreck, don't worry about them. They're just getting wrecked in normal wrecked fashion. Hey, what's up, guys? I didn't have any issues coming on. I just had to reboot my thingy. Uh, the art is an Ambedo NFT for the hit track GM Fam. And it's a rap about all in bits and all in butts and web three and all that shit. And there's a ton of references in there. I'm sure you'll all eventually find and get, and then be all up in my DMS telling me how fucking great I am. So I'll just, you know, just been hanging out waiting for that to happen. And uh, yeah, you know, terraspaces.org just keeping up with the spaces, man, day in, day out. It's good to see Gravidow. What is this PFP you're wearing? Allow me to ask you a question, sir. What What is this? Where are you guys at now? Like Tezos? What, what is this? Tezos is pretty cool, actually. We're, it's not on Tezos, but Tezos is pretty cool. Like, I love the um, some of the abstract art that they're releasing on Tezos, which you don't really find on any other chain. Uh, like, not that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, we're, um, we're dropping a free mint in like uh next week i believe or in two weeks um and it's uh it's uh, mir who's here in the spaces as well um who who designed them and he's big on tezos so uh they are abstract pieces um i think i've pinned uh, it also on uh in the spaces and this is the the calligraphy what well, uh, the font uh that he made for it uh so yeah we're sporting this for uh for a little while and then it's back to the to the old trusted um gravity okay orbs. so are you actually minting it on tezos because i was totally just kidding it, like no, where are you guys uh, it's on kusama kusama on what kusama kusama uh i'm uh, you're gonna have to start at the beginning i'm not familiar with that no i'm just kidding that's cool. I've been seeing a lot more dot cats in these spaces mingling with the cosmos cats. It's good to see. Anytime we it's can get liquidity Kusama, over. You know, like the, it's the you've got polka dots and then you have Kusama, which are the what is it called? Um I think it's not a test chain, name. but like uh, yeah. yeah they so, call it the, the canary chain. Or the canary chain. Yeah. He was, yeah, he was literally pulling your leg, everyone. He knows. Oh, yeah, but we got those. We got, like, Joe Chain. We got, like, we got Terra. We got Kuji. We got Whale. We got all sorts of fucking Canary Chains. Yeah, that's cool. It's cool to add another one to the list. I can't wait to have it make more work for me. Dude, is Joe Chain still live? I, I honestly have no idea. <laughs> There's so much <laughs> dumb little shit to, like, try to keep track of. It's it, It's near impossible. Uh, I will show something for you real quick. I see Tank in the audience, and he's trying to do a little NFT get-together in... Uh, I'm going to fuck this up. Is it? It's in Tennessee? Somewhere down south there, man. Now, I don't get down south very often. Me, I'm like a northern boy, but I still carry my southern roots, so I, I'm looking forward to it. Let's see what they do. Did you guys have a pizza day? Like, on Monday, it was International BTC Pizza Day, apparently. I missed out, unfortunately, but... Okay, I gotta go. I just wanted to come up here and show my shit. So imagine the smell.org. It's good to see you guys still doing spaces, Gravidow. 
I see your your bots in all my Discord servers. So good to see y'all keeping on and uh, have a good space. I'll, I'll catch y'all. Thanks, man. See ya. But to answer your question, no, I didn't have a pizza uh, on Monday or Tuesday, whenever it was, which is a shame, really. It would have been nice to celebrate uh, all those years ago. What was it? Like 7,000 Bitcoin for a pizza? Six, 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 again, Sam? It was 10,000, I think. 10,000 Bitcoin for a pizza. Yeah, can you imagine? It's bunkers, eh? <laughs> it's very expensive. I did a, a, an interview with the guy that actually bought the pizza, and he doesn't regret it um, because at the end of the day, he got two pieces for fuck all at the time. But, you know, if he was big into Bitcoin then, I can almost guarantee that he's definitely been collecting since then. I hope he has. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, to, just imagine uh, he, him losing his wallet. Uh, that, that'd be awful. But speaking of losing wallet, there's the whole drama with Ledger. Like, how do you all see that? I mean, I'm pretty. Like, I get the idea. We want to onboard new users, and everyone keeps losing their fucking keys. So, you know, if you if you want to opt in for that uh, solution, which is you know, you use the three private companies to get um, the fragmented code to get your seed back, then so bit. But if you don't want to use it, don't use it. But I think the problem was that it was getting updated on all hardware wallets. Maybe it should just be so that it's update. Maybe it's like a new ledger um, hardware. So instead of it being on the original pieces. Yeah, I, I want to so yeah. I don't understand why it's so hard just to keep your seed phrase like this is you know it shouldn't be this difficult for people to write these words down and store them somewhere safe <laughs> fuck i'll actually give you an example of when i lost my seed phrases and this is why i now keep mine on a piece of paper in a very secret location which i won't say on the spaces live but i travel a lot so um I'm never really in one place for more than a year. I travel all over the world. So people keep hard copies um, in their house. But if you're traveling around, then that's not going to be great. You Like I lose stuff all the time when I'm traveling. And when it comes to on the laptop, keeping your keys, that uh, I used to do that on a small notes file. And then my laptop got corrupted and the whole thing was unusable. So, you know, what do I do? Pay someone to not find the keys. So I do understand the po the point of having uh, this service, but it should be an opt-in only service. But as I understand it, it is an opt-in. Like I watched uh, this, I, I read the Twitter threads, and I was really concerned. And then I I watched the the interview with what Bitcoin did the the podcast. Uh, it was an interview with Paul Gauthier, who is the CEO of Ledger, um, and. Yeah, it's a 90-minute podcast, so they went pretty deep. And as I understand it, it is an opt-in. Like, if you don't opt-in, then your seed doesn't get sharded and it doesn't get sent to, to those companies. So why is everyone crying? Because it's crypto Twitter. <laughs> well, I think people are crying because... You know, for however many years Ledger's been around, they've said that they can't even do that. And now they have the technology to not only do it, but to implement it and have done it without our consent. You know, so that's where I think people are mad. Now, I think Ledger's a good 
a pretty honorable company. I don't see that they have bad intentions per se, right? But it's definitely, I don't think it's a good look. Yeah, no, I get, I get the point. I get your point. But I, that's why I think it would be best for them to just implement it on new devices that state quite clearly that it's possible and not have. But, but I see what you mean, actually. They've now lost credibility to say that it was never possible before, but now it is. But isn't that the whole point of merging technology is that we are able to do things we can't do before? Yeah, I mean, the, the way I took it is like, I'm going to set up multi-sig wallets in the future um instead of having it on a on a single wallet and um it, it was interesting because they talked about sales as well and one of them uh, in the podcast um was the ceo of coinkite and coinkite they do a whole lot of hardware solutions they have a hardware wallet they have um like um prepaid cards let's say um where you, you send bitcoin onto the card and then you can give the card to someone else um so it's it's also like a wallet but it's um it works a bit different than a, a standard hardware wallet they have like 10 different products around this and their sales like quadrupled when the news about ledger came out so their sales just spiked up because of that a lot of people looking at alternatives who own the ledger at the same time and this was quite fascinating um ledger didn't experience any abnormality in their sales, like sales didn't go down or anything um, because most people just didn't even get the news actually. Um, it's like in the echo chambers, uh, where oh, I'm, I'm literally in an echo chamber right now. Um, in the echo chambers on Twitter, um, everyone got the news, but like bigger crowd in general, just like everyday normies, they, they don't care or they didn't even know, right? So yeah, interesting. For sure, for sure. Robert, I see that you came up to speak. How are you, man? It's been a while. Sound, if you don't want to speak, that's fine. He's giving us some time to prepare. See, I only really worry when Robbo's quiet because he's either going to say something that he is going to offend everyone or he is thinking really, really hard. But he's gone now, so that's a shame. We'll never know. <laughs> no, Twitter rugs him. Anyway, you've got a new main coming. Tell us about that. Yeah, we do. We do. And I'm, I'm actually going to be flying to um, Czech Republic, to Prague. For, uh, I'm going to be doing a little talk about it as well. So I don't think many people here are from Europe. Um, if you are, like if the chance is that you live in Prague, um, please come down. It's 4th of May. Uh, it's a free event as well. There's going to be like 10 speakers in total, I think. Um, and uh, I'm going to talk specifically about um, how we as like digital collectives are supporting uh, artists, right? Because we, 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 um, we work together with them to create uh, our NFT collections. Um, and uh, I'm also going to be talking about how, like one way to do that is to go on Fiverr and ask some anonymous person and you know pay him next to nothing and then say goodbye and he's not involved in the project at all which i think is not a very honorable way of doing it um <laughs> unfortunately it happens a lot um and then the other is like really working together with them and establishing like a, a, a long relation long lasting relation with them 
um, you know, a friendship with them um, and actually supporting them to develop their expertise and develop their craft. Um, and it, it, we don't think about it that way, or we're not used to thinking about it that way, but that is actually being a patron of art. Um, and it's something that used to happen a lot in traditional arts, in painting in, uh, in particular. Um, and then with the digital revolution, it sort of got lost um, because everything became much cheaper um, and it wasn't really necessary anymore. Um, and there were also just, there was an explosion in arts and an explosion in artists. So it wasn't that common anymore. But um, I think it's getting a, a little bit of a revival now with the, with the digital arts and with the NFT collections and just everyday people um, being more into art ownership through NFTs um, that we hadn't seen in, in like a couple decades. Um, so I'm, go I'm going to be talking about that. And this collection is sort of in, in that theme in the sense that um, um, it's a collab with a, a, a very young fledgling uh, marketplace on Kusama Network uh, called Codadot. Um, and uh, so we're, we have 500 abstract art pieces um, in different colors. Um, I I'm really fond of how they look. I think uh, Guy did a, a excellent job at them. Um, and we're going to be dropping them for free. It's a free mint. We'll also be sending some, um, what is it, Kusama tokens um, into those wallets. So you'll, you'll have some dust to, to send it or to sell it or to do whatever you want to do with it without having to buy uh, tokens on a, on a sex and then send it over to your wallet. So it's going to be a pretty easy process. And... We just want to, it's, you know, um, there's no roadmap or anything, right? It's just um, a fun collection that we're doing. Um, and if you really like the pieces, like art as it is, just for the, for the visual aesthetic, um, you know, you can keep them, you can uh, hang them in your digital gallery if you have one, um, or you can burn them <laughs> if you want to, or, you know, do, do whatever you want with them. Uh, but it's been nice. We've been seeing uh, um, an uptick in in people also coming into the server and asking about it. And um, we we were kind of skeptical, like you know, it, do are people gonna like this? Are people gonna like abstract art? Do they all just want PFPs or like um, is anyone gonna be on the allow list to get a free mint? But actually, yeah, like pe people like people like getting free stuff. Uh, especially if the quality is there, apparently. So, um, so yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on. Um, if you have any, any questions, Sam, I'd be happy to answer. Yeah, no, I was just going to touch on the fact that you said about uh, appreciating the artists, really. I think Rec Gang have done that really well with uh, Rec Kudo, or I'm not too sure how you pronounce it. Um, maybe you guys want to touch on that, because I know that uh, the artists just decided to step back for a little bit. Um, but, you know, he's treated as part of one of the family. Yeah, with uh, Kudo taking a, not necessarily a leave of absence, but a time point for reflection. And he's actually working on art and lore for what's potentially coming up next. Yeah, I saw that. He's doing the... Tower, tower pop wizards, uh, or whatever they're called, isn't he? I believe so, yes. 
Well, I can't really appreciate the artist for my project because it is me, unfortunately. So, you know, I'm I'm uh, solely on my own at that point. <laughs> so it is, I can see what you mean though, Elo, and, uh, you know, those guys do it at Rec Gang, but, I mean, but you're you're the ultimate like you're it's incredible like how do you do all this yourself like come on sam <laughs> it's crazy okay so guys the other day like yesterday sam sends me some code he's been writing uh because he's doing a custom contract on polygon uh custom governance contract i'm like sam where did you learn this he's like oh yeah i've been messing around and chat gpt is helping me and i'm like that's amazing that's amazing just hacking it together um i i love that yeah yeah well um i've actually been on like a discord grind in so many different um servers like the polygon server um the alchemy server um and just you know just peppering people with questions so you know if i ever get stuck with anything there's some really really decent devs out there that just want to help you use their service um had a call today with Chainlink. You had a call with Chainlink? Yeah, yeah. So the devs from Chainlink, um, because I told them what I was doing with the DAO um, and obviously uh, creating the NFT contract. And they basically said that they were happy to help incorporate um, their VRF function for the DAO. So basically how it works is um, if you've got a DAO with a lot of people uh, sorry, like a certain whales that hold a lot of tokens and they can sort of influence the vote in their their own favor. With Chainlink's VRF function, it actually allows you to call upon a set amount of members. Um, so, you know, taking a random supply of those people to allow them to vote. And, you know, it just adds to the security of your DAO. So with that sense, you'll have only a set amount of people that can vote but the likelihood of that set amount of people being the whales only is, is very little. And you can change the, um, the uh, what's it called, uh, the rules. So, you know, it can be 50%, it can be 20%, it can be 80%. And obviously the way to decide what percentage that would be would be through uh, a governance proposal. So, you know, just trying to make everything as decentralized as possible and as fair as possible. But realistically, um apply to my project for that feature just because my to vote you it's a membership contract for holding the nft so you vote based on the nft that you hold obviously certain investors might have more nfts but for them to have a percentage that will really skew the votes would be completely you know they'd have to own a large amount of the supply That's really clever. You're yeah, you're taking a sample. You're taking a random sample of of the governing population, right? Yeah, that's pretty much um, it. I, I was okay. totally forgot to say as well. Um there's also yeah. another feature that uh, I'll be using as well. So obviously the investment isn't a Thai company. And with Chainlink solution, it actually pulls data that you might want. Um and it could be anything, anything web two related, um, and put it on chain. So uh, it will. I'm guessing it would use like API endpoints to pull that information and put it on the chain. So if the governance proposal, sorry, the governance contract was to go live on mainnet, then it will be able to pull any information to deploy it straight into that contract to give a live 
representation of uh, of that data in in Web three. Very nice. Actually, it, I mean, it. I don't think a lot of people in this space know about the Thai company, or or have you showed it like beyond reason the last couple of weeks? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I always forget who I tell, but I um, I'm happy to go through it again. Uh, I know that I've been speaking to Robo about it quite a lot, and obviously Thin Man, who's down there, and I see a couple of other Stoned Island uh, OGs down in the bottom. But so. Bear with me if I go through it uh, and you've heard it a thousand times, but it is pretty exciting. So I'll go through it again. Essentially, I've um, worked up a partnership with a Thai company who is uh, in on the cusp of monopolizing the medicinal market. And before Robert requests to speak and shouts about Thai <laughs> and then just running off with their farms, Essentially, they are the most legit company when it comes to um, medicinal cannabis growing because they have all the right licenses. They've been operating for 14 years in Thailand, and they've also got a royal decree from the Thai palace. Um, so not only have they got that, they're, the guy that owns the company has also been an um, advisor for the United Nations on drug policy reform as well as the Thai government. Um, and so he was part of a lot of the reform that happened with Thailand actually legalizing weed, but unfortunately, Thailand being Thailand, just essentially opened up the floodgates with no regulation and the market has been completely flooded with uh, these growers, which is great for the Thai economy uh, and the farmers themselves because they're able to grow the crop. Um, they were able to grow it four times a year in comparison to America's two. So they're already getting four, uh, double the amount of yield um, for each farm. But the problem now is, um, and Robert, I'm more than happy for you to come up and absolutely argue this point, but um, now the problem is um, these Thai farmers are actually getting undercut. So they're getting undercut by international imports. And so people are getting their um, weed from, say, California, uh, and they're getting it for a fraction of the price and actually undercutting all the farmers. So now the farmers are even are in an even worse position because they now have all this crop and they've got nowhere to go. So enter this Thai company who, like I said, have got all the licenses. They've got clinics and they've got what's called a clearinghouse where they are able to bring all the yield from the cannabis plants and make sure that it's up to scratch with the highest quality being part of Thailand's farming initiative which is the farming initiative 4.0 which essentially means that it's completely organic and grown outdoors with no fertilizers uh, or like specific chemicals used on them to bring the highest grade to the market uh, not only that they've also got a clinic for training doctors so what they're gonna do whether it's possible or not um, as Robbo likes to argue is are they going to be able to bring in this heavy regulation where you have to have a license to get or a prescription to get you a medicinal? Um, and if that is successful, which it is looking likely, then they will be able to train doctors to actually give these prescriptions. And one of the part of their roadmap, because funny enough, Web2 Web use words like roadmap2, um, is to actually have one of these clinics directly in the airport. So as soon as you get off your flight, visiting thailand for a holiday uh you can go straight into the clinic and you can get your prescription and the way i like to coin it is it's exactly the same as what california was when they had all the green cards 
and the uh, medicinal cards so you, you can get your prescription. So because they are such a, they're in the pocket with the government and the Thai family so well, they actually know a lot of the information before the Thai Gazette, which is their local, sorry, the, the international news source. Um, and, you know, the owner of the company is telling me things that haven't even come out yet. Um, and then lo and behold, a couple of weeks later, the, these things start getting implemented. Um, but, the, it, you know, the, the medicinal cannabis market is just as lucrative and volatile as the crypto market. So it kind of plays in nicely to the whole NFT collection, because not only are you buying an NFT, which has rarity, it's PFP and all the bells and whistles of an NFT project, uh, you also get a direct investment into the company via the DAO. So kind of a proxy investment. However, because the DAO is what is investing into the company, you're getting access to the DAO. And so the DAO, as a registered member or a shareholder of the company, will receive dividends. The Thai company are extremely happy because it means they don't have a hundred to a thousand people on the caps table. Um, thank you, Elo, for explaining to me how a caps table works. Um, but yeah, so essentially with that, um, the dividends get paid into the DAO and then the DAO will vote on exactly how to use those dividends. Um, and, you know, it's really important about security when it comes to a DAO. So that's why I've been messing around with quite a lot of code because essentially I want to create a DAO where the DAO owner is the only person that can create, um, sorry, the, the only wallet, should I say, not person, because no one technically owns the DAO, the, but the wallet that creates the DAO will be the wallet is the only one that can create proposals until um, a proposal is put forward to say, change ownership of the DAO. So if someone wanted to take representation of the DAO and make proposals or all members could put a proposal forward, but you know these because there's no token, which is great for putting up a proposal because you need to have a certain amount of tokens to put a proposal forward. Because it's an NFT, someone might have um, just as much right to putting up a proposal as someone with say 50 NFTs. Um, and so yeah, I've just been working hard trying to work out what needs to go where, what parts need to go into the code. And like you said, Elo, ChatGPT, if no one has tried this yet, you really, really need to get on it because you will be left behind when it comes to ChatGPT. It is pretty amazing. It's normally wrong, don't get me wrong, but this is why you, you know you need to get into those discords, speak to the professionals, speak to the devs, get it audited, uh, and then deploy it on mainnet. Uh, and that's essentially where I'm at now, uh, just messing around with code. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think it's very cool. I'm um, I'm really looking forward to to you being able to release more details to to the public in like uh, yeah in due time. Um, and uh, look, uh, what I found fascinating as well is that the Thai company is going to pay out those dividends in stablecoin on chain, which means that. There's like, you don't even have to be the middleman, which is like good for the DAO, but also good for you because you, you don't have that responsibility on you. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's, that's really cool. Um, and I'm, yeah, uh, yeah. well, basically the, um, the CEO and the general manager who the people I'm liaison with, in, with the most, 
they're completely crypto savvy. Uh, they're dev that is um, building a lot of things for them in terms of the structure behind the scenes in the Web2 world actually has their own NFT project. Um, so, And also the CEO is part of a massive company that um, basically brings a small company to, to to become a much larger company with the exit plan of being listed on a stock market. So they come into the company and, you know, get everything right to make sure that everything goes to plan so that this company can be listed on um, the stock market. And that's essentially what this Thai company is going to do. And that is why we want to get in as early as possible. So that's why they've allocated a specific amount to Stoned Islands, or should I say the DAO? Um, which is called Canavest, by the way, uh, if I've not told anyone. So it'll be called Canavest DAO, and it will be investing in all sorts of um, cannabis-related products uh, and services and companies. And the idea is to just grow the treasury and grow our share of the DAO in multiple companies, Web2, Web3. If there's an FT project that we want to invest in, then you know, a proposal will go forward and the DAO will decide. And that's what I think is amazing because that's essentially what we want from a DAO. Um, it is, and and this this is going to be, as far as I know, the first NFT collection that is t doing it at, uh, on this scale. Uh, I, I think what you have is is quite phenomenal, and I've seen um, I've seen some redacted documents with like um, things crossed out and stuff, but I, I've seen the ROI on on this investment, and it is very juicy it is very juicy like if this plays out then cannabis DAO will be in in it might be the the biggest um cannabis DAO for many years to come um so that's that's really exciting <laughs> yeah man i hope so uh i mean if anyone's interested in in like thinking about those sort of numbers uh all you have to do is look into america's current um stock market for medicinal cannabis and work out exactly where they started before they went onto the those exchanges uh work out what they started with and work out what they're worth now and we're talking pretty serious numbers it's almost so serious that you know you have to have a reality check sometimes to figure out what the hell are you doing coding what is essentially looks like bullshit um, and just, you know, pinging people in, in discords and speaking to devs to actually have something that's, that's pretty cool. Um, this, this, the software actually already exists on Ethereum, so I'm not reinventing the wheel or anything. Um, it just means that it doesn't exist on Polygon yet, and it will do. Uh, there's roadmaps for Aragon to incorporate it, but it just isn't there yet. So I was speaking to the Aragon team, and they said that there are plugins that you can create um, but then there's just other features that are just not going to be on the roadmap. So why not try it yourself? Um, with the power of ChatGPT, you can essentially create step-by-step -step guides for you to go through it. You know, ChatGPT has been a very close friend of mine for a while now, and we're on a first-name basis. So that's that's nice. I think. Thank you. Thank you, Sam, for for that update. Um, we are um, forty minutes in. Um, I do want to hear like a, maybe an update from JG. JG, when when B stars, please, please, when B stars. When what stars? Oh, B stars. I didn't. I thought you said Beast stars, and I'm like, isn't that an animation cartoon? <laughs> My bad. Uh, 
hopefully within I don't know two weeks. It should be it should be really soon. We're not. It's not on us of why it's been delayed, right? There's just been a lot of other stuff happening on the foundation level for some projects. You know what I mean? To kind of really focus. Not that they haven't really been able to focus on what we want to do at the moment. That's why. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and um, but it's so it's happening. Don't it? Don't do not fret. We're for sure. We want B stars. We want to be able to leverage with stars. We love, we love the stars community. You know, I love the stars community, and we had a lot of drama last week, right? With Jake, um, uh, the, the news that he had been selling more stars than there was ever sales <laughs> in stars, uh, like wild story. Um, and uh, I think I also want to hear from from Reg Gang about um, uh, if they've been following up because I haven't been uh, on any other spaces since then, since last week. So um, I'd love to know like what's going on there. Um, but good thing is, Star's price has been sort of climbing out of its hole the last couple of days. Last time I checked, so <laughs> I'm I'm happy about that at least. <laughs> That's because Jake stopped dumping on everyone. Yeah, I guess so. But Sam, did you um, did you attend any other spaces where they talked about this? Uh, I attended the Fud Jake one, which was, uh, you know, I thought people were going a little bit soft on him. Um, at first. A little bit soft? Yeah, at first, at first. Um, but the network then jumped up and uh, fully said, like, do you accept what the what's actually happening? And, you know, to play it off as, you know, they, they've got mouse to feed, but that was a quite a lot of allocation um, that they had to then start jumping on everyone. So I get it, though, you know, good trader, shit dev, essentially. <laughs> I find I find quite funny. Like I've got a lot of mouths to feed. We're talking about millions of dollars. Like, it, what is he feeding the rural population of India, or like what's happening? You know, how many kids does he have? Um, well, it would actually be interesting if everyone would like to talk about um, Cosmos Insiders, as uh, Ryan Line likes the coin, uh, because I generally do think Cosmos has a huge problem with it at the minute. You know, they're not even acknowledging Kajira um, as a chain that is part of the family. Uh, I saw Jacob uh, Guardian or whatever his name is uh, comment about saying, you know, open source and then you can be part of the family essentially. But why, why does that necessarily, like what does that actually prove seeing as, you know, Osmosis was uh, open source that had a hack. Uh, Juno's gone off chain. There's, you know, I don't think open source essentially fixes those things. Um, but instead, Kajira is just being pushed to the bottom of the pile, not getting as anywhere near as many, uh, like, what was the network that launched the last couple of days? Neutron or something like that? The allocation to Kajira was tiny. And uh, even, is it Sunny from Osmosis was basically saying, you know, um, what is this insiders? You know, there are no insiders. Um, but then you look at the incentives like someone just pinged this to me on telegram and said look at the incentives for the uh the pools for kajura and there are none uh and it's the only chain that has no incentives in comparison to everyone else it's quite hilarious for them to play it off as there are no insiders yet 
the one chain that is completely independent um is is getting is getting no help from from said insiders yeah but still they push on you know uh, i'm personally a fan of, of kajira and i mean i've been using their product so much but yeah it is kind of sad to, to see this because i mean just trying to get some liquidity from kajira to osmosis let's say is actually pretty hard like you have to swap to adam and then send adam and then swap again and you're dealing with slippage and it's like come on guys we're Mate, not I, I, I was in the exact same boat but you know just go straight on to finn and do it there just withdraw your atom to finn and trade um trade for kajira that's it's so easy and so simple and the ui is so slick on finn i'm super excited for the sonar wallet because I, lo- I like to do a lot of my trades whilst I'm pissed, uh, drunk slash drunk slash high, uh, because I feel like I'm a trading wizard when I'm, I'm all those things. Uh, so having my mobile there um, to, to just just jump onto Sonar and do some swaps, do some heavy borrowing will be great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, drunken degen. <laughs> drunken boxing. <laughs> Hey, that's almost as bad as drunk texting, bro. You don't want a drunk trade. That's not really good. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say it's successful, but I like doing it. <laughs> it's like, I think when Sam says uh, t- take on a lot of borrowing, it's like uh, uh, $5 on a $10 <laughs> collateral. I hope it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I learned a heavy lesson the last time I used Kajura. Um, funny enough, it was almost a year, well, just over a year ago now. So I don't do anywhere near what the limits that I used to do um, because of bad things that can happen. But we don't like to talk about these things. <laughs> no, let's let's not. <laughs> By the way, I see a crash in the audience as well from Y Foundry now. Um, I, I don't know if, if anyone from you guys, um, um, have met the people from, from Y Foundry DAO. Can, can you like throw a, an emoji if you've met the people from Y Foundry DAO? Um, anyone? Y Foundry DAO. Yeah. JG has anyone else? Y Foundry DAO. That's Why Ray. Have... That's Ray, right? Yeah. Ray Raspberry. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. That guy's a, yeah. he's, he's a big brain. Smart guy. He is. He really is. I mean, they're, they're all smart guys, but yeah, Ray, Ray's uh, quite exceptional. Um, Crash, if you want to um, talk a bit about Y Foundry, because I know that um, you guys have a release coming soon as well. Um, and I've been following the project for, uh, yeah, for a good year now. So um, I don't know if, if you're available right now, but if you do, um, um, just request a microphone. I'll, I'll Aren't give you a they- are they doing it on Comdex? Uh, they're uh, on a variety of chains, if I understand correctly, like uh, cross-chain the IBC. Ah, oh, we got him. Here comes Crash.
Kilo, can I say wherever you are sounds extremely peaceful <laughs> with the birds and stuff? I'm, dude. Uh, I'm in quite a special place. I'm in a monastery. It's an old monastery by uh, nuns who are living here. Um, they all died. Uh, they they all left. Uh, and um, I'm at the recording session. I'm doing a. I've been shooting some photos uh, for them. It's like a, a three piece band is doing a recording session in a monastery. And I'm in the courtyard right now. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a cool place. Anyway, Krish, go hey. ahead. Hey everybody, thanks for having me up. Yeah, monastery. That sounds awesome. That's crazy. I can't wait to hear that recording. It's it's really nice music. Um, yeah. I'll, um, if, if I remember, um, I'll ask them for some music and I'll send it to you, Crash. Or like share it in YFD or something. That would be great. Is it like death metal? Like thrash? <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's actually it's a contemporary vocal folk music or something. Uh, it's kind of hard for me to describe. Um, it's weird music, weird vocal music. That's great. Well, the last time you shared something, I actually shared it out with a couple of other people. So that, if that's any indication, I thought it was pretty cool. So, Yeah, awesome space. I'm glad I was able to make this one. I try to make uh, a lot of the Gravidal spaces and Skeleton Fun spaces. But, um, and also I'm a rec gang holder. So I, I think the only one I need to look into is Stoned Island here, um, which I'm definitely going to check out. So that's cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, what Y Foundry is trying to do will resonate with um, a lot of the teams here. So if you don't know, um, Y Foundry is a, a platform connecting the community with creators to propose, vote, and build their ideas. And what that means is it's a collection of smart contracts that just help people coordinate online. So there's on-chain mechanisms for, um, for on-chain voting. Um, on-chain proposals of your ideas um, for the community to be able to crowdfund in a trustless, transparent way where it's all on-chain and you can actually see, um, you know, see where the funds are. As a builder who comes to the platform to help someone build their ideas, you can, you're on the other end of that and you can actually see that there are funds escrowed to pay you. And essentially we have these uh, milestones using the blockchain that the community can kind of track what the project's doing, where it's at. And then if it meets certain milestones, they can vote to initiate additional payments. So instead of you having, you know, maybe a, um, right now you put in money for a project, you know, maybe they have a roadmap, you hope it goes somewhere. This is a way that community can kind of, um, coordinate and you can fund those ideas, but you have some measure of, you know, keeping these projects on track if it doesn't work out as intended. And maybe it wasn't, you know, maybe it's not a rug, maybe it just didn't work out. There's some measure of, okay, we can vote to get the funds back or we can help to get a new developer in to help see the project through and actually, you know, uh, complete it on time. So really looking at, I mean, I think when I first discovered Ethereum, 
and the promise of smart contracts for cutting out the middleman for some of these, um, you know, the third party for some of these like funding and activities. Um, I, I was a little disappointed when I actually got got on the chain and it was like, well, some of this doesn't really exist. So this is um, our efforts to provide specific contracts that can be, you know, mixed up, reused, composable, and just essentially a suite of tools for different projects to use to help, you know, um, help with the funding, help with on-chain voting and governance. Um, so like some of the things that, you know, we are looking forward to launch very soon and then just continuing to build on this um, suite of tools, whether that's through collaboration and partnership, or we have ideas to like add, you know, quadratic voting systems, ranked choice voting systems, you know, just ways that you as a community can organize, you know, your DAO to actually um, make decisions online. And it's it's all, it's not off chain. I said on chain like a, a million times, but it's not, nothing's off chain. So it's not like we have a system where there's no off-chain snapshots or anything. You can actually go on the blockchain and see, you know, what wallet has voted and what who should get a certain amount of votes and and everything. And in addition to this, we're using not this um, new implementation of uh, NFTs, interactive NFTs on Cosmos to be able to um, to be able to connect and um, you know essentially perform some of the the activities, so like how many votes you get for a particular initiative, you know, you fund something based off of how much you fund, you get an NFT that kind of represents your share of ownership of that um, idea or your share of contribution to that proposal. So maybe it's people banding together to create a particular DeFi strategy, then you would automatically be able to claim through that NFT a portion of the fees from the results of that DeFi strategy, whatever fees, you know, collected by that. Or maybe, you know, that could be used for an airdrop later on, those NFTs or uh, an NFT whitelist. Uh, that's something we're looking at for, you know, collections that want to get community around. Like, let's, let's um, essentially pull these funds and, you know, help someone um, launch a particular collection. So. Yeah, there's a lot to it, but yeah, happy to take any questions and thanks for having me on. There is a lot to it. And I mean, the Y Foundry people are really helpful um, in their Discord, very responsive. The, the reason that I got really interested is, um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not a coder myself. I understand how it works and I go through code bases to to know how it works, but I don't actually go out and write contracts myself. But some of us, uh, we have this genius idea all of a sudden for a DeFi strategy um, and we can't build it ourselves, which just sucks, right? Um, and why Foundry is sort of providing, uh, as I put it, they're, they're providing a playground. They're providing a playground for uh, non-developers to um, build their dream strategy um, being funded by the community. And, and then the community can sort of, um, with the contracts they have, the community can um, make it a success. Um, and there doesn't need to be a trust 
in this shady dev who comes in and does the job. Like there's actually verified people who do the work and the community has verified them and the community will, those who invest in it, they will also benefit from the strategy. So it's just a really cool way of decentralizing the creation of DeFi strategies. And I mean, it's not really big right now, right? Because we're, we're, we're in a bear market. Bitcoin has been sideways for two months. Like who's doing DeFi right now? Like very few people are. Um, but I think in, in one year time, uh, like in between one and two years time when, when we have our next cycle, um, I think Y Foundry can, can be a, in, a, in a really good position to uh, help enable um, new DeFi strategies coming, on, coming onto Cosmos. Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, really looking forward to that. Um, and I actually want to shill something here, uh, except if someone has a question first. Um, yeah, I was going to ask a quick question for Crash. Um, what what chains are you operating on at the minute? Yeah, so we're looking to launch very soon. It'll be a combined, like uh, uh, JJ had mentioned, Comdex. That's one that we're working to get on the testnet there. We're already on the testnet for Juno and for Terra. So the launch for Juno and Terra will be pretty simultaneous um, very soon. And um, then looking at the rest of the cosmos, um, very much hope to have those connections and partner with, we've been talking to a few other projects that are working on this sort of like EVM bridges. I would love to, I, I personally, just through the Terra migration and also you know, kind of personal investments, I've got quite a bit into the Polygon ecosystem so i'm very interested to make that connection and and be a part of that community more directly but right now it's it's kind of on cosmos is the focus but multi-chain yeah nice i mean all you have to do is just jump in a few cosmos spaces whether it be stars or uh terra kajira you, you, you that's where all the builders are um you know, it's quite, it's, it's a struggle really finding decent builders on Polygon. Yeah. Um, hopefully I can be one, <laughs> hopefully I can be one, but you know, if, if the demand is for Cosmos, then that's just something that we have to, a bridge that we have to take when we, uh, when we cross it, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm really hoping that there'll be um, a good kind of essentially like a front end. And I know there's been a few that have talked about this where, as a project on an EVM chain, you can just use some of the technology for Cosmos and you don't really have to worry too much about like, oh, here's a different wallet I've got to do. And like, you know, oh, it's not it's not native contracts. You know, you can essentially like maybe use some of these DAO collaboration contracts, but then keep all of your assets on, you know, Polygon. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, maybe we'll end up building that if it looks like no one's making progress for it because I do think it's definitely a need. I think you hit a really good point there, actually. Um, Eli and I have both discussed it. Essentially, a DAO doesn't necessarily need to exist on the same chain that an NFT, if, especially if it's an NFT DAO. Um, you know, the most successful projects are the ones that are multi-chain. Um, I'm currently only on Polygon at the minute because that was part of the announcement that I made. Um, <laughs> And Polygon is a very interesting scene, that's for sure. I mean, it only takes a few bright sparks to to go on a few little 
rabbit holes down OpenSea and Polygon Scan to see what is actually opening, what is actually going on behind closed doors. Um, I'm hoping it's just because it's a bear market. Um, you know, we've got bad actors everywhere in in every space, but essentially. I think when people decide what chain they want to go on, they kind of have to look at, well, obviously where the liquidity is because that's what makes everything go around. But where are the decent builders? Where are the decent projects? Where are the decent owners? And where are the decent communities? And if that box is being ticked for a certain chain, then that's the chain you should go on. Um, I'm not saying that I'm not going to go on Polygon. Uh, I'm just saying, you know, we're exploring all options of what's, definitely the most secure and best route uh, but yeah I'd, I'd love to pick your brains crash on uh, on a f- few contracts that i'm working on um you might get the code and think it's all bullshit but you know it'll be fun yeah absolutely we'd love that and to, to ilo's point we're looking for quality um, developers to just be a part of the community and working on that reputation side of things whether that's through partnerships or like we've got a rudimentary white listing process that we've kind of hacked together using GitHub and uh, Keybase. So you create a profile and you can get like, you know, on-chain whitelisted to be a part of the developer pool just to help people with um, that, you know, that trust element of it, you know, to start like having some sort of reputation and someone that's vouched for um, someone else and you can review and see that they've actually done something. And it, and a lot of times it's not necessarily someone trying to scam, even though that's that's there. I see a lot of just kind of misrepresentation of skills in this space because I I feel like I'm stumbling through and learning everything as I go along, you know, and I'm pretty honest about that. And I think most people are, but you get a lot of individuals that will come in, you know, kind of saying that they have a ton of experience. And then when you ask them to show something, they ghost you, you know, in Discord. Um, so having some some sort of like, this project, you know, this this developer that maybe this artist, you know, they've done, you know, this portfolio of work and someone can vouch for them. And and hopefully there are more kind of reputation or digital identity tools and plugins that we can incorporate as we go along. But yeah, I think the, the focus, like, I mean, the, the power of Web3 is really the community and the brand, you know, I, I think we'll move further and further away from, you know, and believe me, I love the, you know, Cosmos communities and the individual chain communities, but I think we're going to move further and further away from where the chain matters as much. And it's more about that brand and you can easily, hopefully easily transition, you know, multi-chain NFTs and whatnot um, to different chains. and kind of move that community either be on multiple chains or you know migrate to a different chain. I mean we've all seen that. I mean Polygon's a great example. Migrated a lot of Terra projects post crash. True. Um although that was a very chaotic migration <laughs> because of obvious reasons. But uh but yeah you're absolutely right. It's Every community is uh, chain agnostic. Um, sure, you have an affinity with a chain, but but in the end, you know the technology you can replace the people are much harder to replace, um, which is how it should be, right? Um, I would actually like to see which <laughs> which uh, 
chains, not chains, sorry, which projects uh, or facilitators of these uh, bridges are actually bridging these migrations rather than recreating them? Because I've I've seen, without saying any names, projects that are literally just recreating the NFT collection on another chain and then calling it a migration when it's not really a migration. I don't really know how migration works, so I might be talking shit, but, you know, I've I've seen it things that I've... look it 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 doesn't I, I don't think it really matters because the way a normal bridge works is there is a let's say a vault on the sender chain and a vault on the receiver chain and I am sending uh, wrapped Bitcoin from Cosmos to Ethereum then I'm sending it into a contract on Cosmos where it's burned and then it gets minted on Ethereum. Right. There's no like there are two different languages. There's no digital object that goes from one place to the next. Like it gets destroyed on one end and it gets recreated on the other end. That's that's just how it works, um, because there's not no other way to do it because there are different languages. They don't speak the same digital object language. So I think like reminting or bridging or migrating. Um, I think generally what, what people think about when they say, oh, this was not a migration, it was a remint, is if the ownership uh, changes, if the previous owners um, have to mint again and maybe to get a different asset this time. Well, I know that um, Scotty, um, I can't remember the principal that he's, he's with at the minute. He's like a, a speaker for them. Um, they're talking about an EMV, EVM migration from one chain to another. So you get your Bitcoin that's wrapped. Why can't you have NFTs that are wrapped rather than just recreating a collection? Yeah, I mean, if it's, if it's on EVM, then it works because they're all using the same virtual machine. Um, so, so that's very different than, than going from just change with different consensus layers in different languages altogether. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know about this EVM migration event, but uh, if it's uh, from one EVM to another EVM chain, and yes, for sure. Uh, anyways, guys, um, Sam, should we slowly call it a day? Um, I do want to say one thing. If, if there are people in this room who want to be involved in... Um, a new um, Cosmos chain that is working on a flat coin, a decentralized uh, flat coin. So like a stable coin, but packed to a basket of goods and services instead of to the inflationary US dollar, collateralized. Um, if, uh, if, if you want to get into like the builders community around that chain, uh, please just shoot a DM to, to grab it out Twitter. And uh, we'll invite you to to the Discord. We're around 300 people right now in the Discord. So it's slowly growing. We're slowly building. We have a test set up. Uh, there's documentation you can read. Um, it's not really for the general public yet. Um, we don't have a Twitter or anything, but it's slowly getting there. So if you're interested in, in anything that has to do with sovereign money, um, please, please uh, just uh, yeah, shoot a DM to grab it out of Twitter and, and we'll get you involved. A little spicy alpha drop there, was it? A little cheeky one for the boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
JG, go ahead, mate. We don't put hands up here. Yeah, I'm delighted. My bad. Hey, so quick question. I don't mean to put you on the spot, Elo, but are you guys going to fix our roles for our bots in our Discord, or am I going to have to fix it for you? Are we talking about the staked NFTs, enterprise staked NFTs? You know we are. Yeah, man. I know it's... Okay, so let me let me explain what that is. So um, it's a contract. When we first knew about the contract, we didn't have a solution. Um, right now, there is a solution because you guys have worked on it, and uh, you've actually, you know, come to us and said like, "Hey, uh, I think you can implement this, and it'll work." So the only problem we have right now is Jonas is. Um, He's uh, doing his, um, uh, like, he's still in school, right? So he's doing his final um, exam stuff. Um, and he should have some more time, um, like, next month when when he's in Spain. Uh, do you want, do you, I'm, I'm, I'm offering our help. If you will let us help you, we will help you fix it. Because I know. it's causing I know. havoc. And I, I've told Jonas this, and he says, yes, but it, it'll take a time for them to understand the code base as well. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a matter of, it's like a bottleneck of resources more than anything else. Um, so, I mean, there's not much uh, I, I can do right now, except trying to be patient. And Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So you heard it next month, I'm holding you to it. <laughs> I mean, it's we've got like one dev working on this, right? And um, um, it, there's there's always like a next feature that people want, and uh, then some bug happens here, and you know, it's like it's an endless cycle because we're dealing with Discord, which is a, a platform that sometimes changes what it does. And we're dealing with these different chains that also sometimes, you know, have an update here or there. And uh, it's like a rat race trying to uh, keep up to date with all the, the the platforms that are that we're connecting. And then at the same time, trying to um, actually ship some new features as well. So, um, like we're we're getting there. Uh, it's just being a bit slower than uh, than we'd like to, uh, simply because we're we're low on people and. Like, I am very happy that you guys stepped in um, and I've spoken to Jonas about this. And he says, like, once he has some more time, he'd be very happy to take time and explain how it works to you guys so, so that you can, um, you, you can help on a code base as well. We love Lunar Assistant. It really makes our life in the Discord much easier for Terra and Cosmos NFTs, you know? If it works. It works for that. Yeah, but thanks for your patience. I know this has been going on for a while. So we should make a deal, right? Once you have B stars live, we'll have to have the staked NFTs live. How's that? Right, I'm turning it on tomorrow. <laughs> Sounds like blackmail. <laughs> you know, it's, just, it's good motivation. I, I'll, I'll, that's fine. All right, I'm going to start to push for it to happen faster. Fair enough. You're going to turn it on next week then. <laughs> oh, i want to see that i want to see that um yeah I'll, I'll push on it too i'll push on it too I'll that's, actually a fair, send it next. that's a fair deal good motivator that's fair nice <laughs> thanks jg um sam anything else
No, mate. I think uh, I think we've exhausted everyone for now. Um, so we we can definitely wrap it up. It'd be it'd be fun to do this quite regularly uh, and just talk shit. Uh, I'm I'm enjoying just space. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. I'm just enjoying a space where there's no real how do you say it like not uh, structure essentially because you know there's always someone that resets the room and gets everyone pumped up and screams like and share and I'm just kind of I'm kind of over it at the minute <laughs> without shitting on anyone else um, if that's your vibe for spaces I'm sorry I just I'm not I'm I'm we're in England we're not as uh what's the word enthusiastic about spaces right right I mean it, it, let's because because I've been doing it almost every Wednesday now um for the last two months I think it was when we started the the validator on Stargaze. So I mean, let's let's keep on doing it, and we can start calling it the chill zone or something. You know, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it can be nice. I used to I used to do a smoke and chill, but um, you know, after a while, it's just it's just me talking for a while. <laughs> I vote I vote music from the monastery. Yeah, that, that's coming. Um, and I mean, normally I, I do do some diligence and I have questions prepared. Um, and it's like a little interview, which is kind of nice you know, to start that way. Bit of structure. And then you can meander away from it. Um, come back to it later if you want to. Um, also, like, um, it, it, we should totally meet up uh, at some point this year, Sam. Um, like we live so close to each other. It's ridiculous. Uh, and there's something about meeting people in person. Um, I know that some of you must have met people on conferences and stuff. And like, if you go to the after parties, that's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> You're like drinking beer with this, uh, uh, NFT billionaire. And you're just, instead of, instead of, there, this divide on social platforms is just two people drinking beer, and I, I just love that. And uh, you get to meet so many interesting people and be drunk together. So <laughs> uh, I want to have let's that. Let's make it happen, mate. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen before September because September is when I fly back to Australia, uh, and then I'll be doing spaces at a completely different time. So that oh damn that will, it will be morning for you when it's evening for us. That's gonna be a mind fuck. Yeah, yeah. I used to live there about three years ago before COVID, but COVID brought me home. But now I'm, I'm ready to go back and live the degen life out there. It's just so much sunnier and and the people are nicer. I've never been to Australia, so um, maybe I should put it on the on the bucket list. So I, I imagine you're going with your wife to Australia. Well, you're soon to be. Yeah, yeah. Married in July and then heading off in in uh, in September. That's nice. I'll give you a heart. Here you go. Heart for you, our married man. Yes. Yeah, I appreciate Let's go. it. Uh, it comes with a lot of responsibilities, which I'm not ready to take on, but hey-ho, here we go. <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. Uh, you, you're going to do great. I, I just know you will. Uh, Can you tell so, yeah, guys, say that? Yeah, yeah, you sure. Uh, I find it extremely strange that I'm uh, talking to PFPs all the time. So, <laughs> okay, Alson. <laughs> yeah, we just gotta prove that we're real humans to her. Maybe you know, she she should come on a Twitter Spaces and and <laughs> and talk with us. 
or even I'll put it in the first proposal to change the name of the DAO to her first name and then she'll realize that these people are real. I mean, that doesn't prove anything actually, but hey. That would be, that, that would be very weird, actually. Uh, then it's a bad omen. I wouldn't do that. It's like Doe calling his baby Luna. <laughs> Mate, getting married is a bad omen. <laughs> yeah, you, you better make sure that all your wealth is stored in a private fund. <laughs> there is no wealth. This is what we keep kidding ourselves. That it's, it's all fake money on a fake chain that doesn't exist anywhere apart from someone on Twitter telling you that it exists. Not that much different from this piece of paper, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. Family is a true wealth, Sam. Family. But I'm leaving all mine in England, so now I really do have nothing. <laughs> you're going to a brave new world. Uh, you're going to have to make your own family. Steady now. We're only getting married now, so there's no, no talk of families just yet. <laughs> appoint, appoint one of your crypto bros as the uncle, please. Thin man, do you want to be an uncle? Thin man will be <laughs> the, the official, the official degen uncle. Uh, Imagine <laughs> introducing child. your child to a, a, a PFP on Twitter and saying it's your uncle. <laughs> wow, that's abstract. That is abstract. <laughs> well, let's call it there before it gets any weirder. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Everyone, thanks for coming. Uh, it was a pleasure. And uh, see you next week. See you, JG. See you, Crash. Take I'm care, guys. Today. All right, man. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Gravidow AMA with Skeleton Punks, Stoned Island, and the Wreck Gang. Recorded on Wednesday, May 24th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. and like Taoism, there's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, like just inevitably it kind of starts to happen. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, inevitably it kind of starts to happen. Tripping on the bird app, listening to nerds flap, wondering why the fuck my timeline's so cursed. It's like everybody's holding heavy bags in Web3. That's why they can't fly. They just drowning in the bird bath, fishing for some dry powder. Watch how we ignite the tower, blowing up the bank accounts, forgetting how to fight the power. Y'all don't even realize how deep this shit goes. They preaching open sauce, but don't listen to the code. And now it's mutiny, community uprise. There's no more humility, futility, plus size. Motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal. Which side the line you bleeding out on when the dust settles? Motherfucking West side shit, needle and noose, sticking with my armory, Yam Beto and Bruce, repping psychedelic artistry, believing the truth, like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue? GM fam. Is it really worth all the effort? Is it really worth all the fighting? Is it really worth all the drama? And the answer, I think, is a clear no. 
They started using Zoom, now we finna zoom out Teaching all these plebidites what this game's really all about Little baby bitches when they choose to have fits All you're left with is kibble when you lose all them bits And that kibble's just sawdust, The shit is all rust Not a great look, you're what we call all nuts And I for one did not see that coming Cracking open books, yo, that's a lot of money Meanwhile over here rewiring features More critical thinking, less knee jerk More evolution, less shit coin preachers Pretending to be teachers, y'all just predatory leeches I mean please, just look at the track record A bunch of VC rap fucks Sucking up the cheddar, the recipe is two steps Rinse and repeat, now we all in your butts And we bring in receipts GM fam, have a seat. If you're listening to this, my, my plea to you, you would be like, don't have, don't, don't have to take a side on it. Just say like, is it really, is it really worth this war of attrition? It might cost us a lot more than what can be gained by like fighting this to the better end. And sometimes it's better to just like move on. Ten spaces.